And welcome to Education, Leadership, and Beyond, Surviving and Thriving. My name is Andrew Marotta, host of the program, and it is show number 111. Happy New Year, everyone. Great to be back uh, here with you live on Facebook, heading to Disrupt Ed TV and Voice Ed Radio Canada. Super excited uh, about uh, getting back on the program. And here in 2020, happy to be back on with you. It is show number 111, and we have an in-studio guest today. We are live at the Port Jervis Library. Always thank them for their uh, help of the, the space here and the tech setup. But we do have an in-studio guest. Chip Estenez is today's guest, and he's going to share, uh, as I showed the shirt here, about Chip's story, all right? Chip's here, and it's that story, and he's going to share this with us, and it's a great story. I don't want to give it too much away, but it's about leading a healthy lifestyle, and it's about, uh, you know, making a change in your life, and Chip did that, uh, and I'm super proud of him, uh, I, you know, really impressed by what he's done. So we're going to meet Chip here in a moment. I do want to thank today's sponsor of the program, and that is, once again, Rocket Brook. This is the Andrew Murata Rocket Book version. It is found uh, on my website, andrewmurata.com. Um, and check it out. It, here's my one I use for school at Port Jervis. Um, it is a smart, reusable notebook, right? So I put some items from my, my schedule, right? I have my daily schedule in here. I'll go with the blank one. And tomorrow I'm going to get to school. I'm going to write my, my items in there. And then I can wipe them off. I take a, a, a little cloth. A little wet cloth, you wipe them off, but you could also scan it to your Google Drive. You could scan it to your email. I'm going to take notes during the show today, and uh, I'll have some notes there that I could scan to my email, and I won't lose them. So um, these are the Rocket Books. This is the uh, regular version, and then there's the Andrew Murata version, and that is on uh, my website. Uh, take a look at that if you are interested and excited about Rocket Book and uh, what they are doing for our show here. So let's get started. It's 2020. I had a couple weeks off and um, I'm happy to be back on. But so many times here in the new year, people, you know, they start, um, uh, what's it called? New Year's resolutions, right? And they're going to do this and they're going to do that. And a lot of them revolve around exercise. They want to lose weight. They want to lead a healthier lifestyle. And a lot of people start and then they don't continue. Right. I've been guilty of that. And I'm working on some things to improve my my health and wellness as well. But Chip Estenez, he did it. He made a great change in his life. And I'm just so impressed by that. I can't wait to talk to him about his story. But my challenge to you and my my opening uh, thoughts here on the program are. Are you trying to lead a healthier lifestyle in 2020? And what are the steps that you are doing to do that? I would encourage you to do that. A year from now, right, if you do make those changes in your life, are you going to be happy you did or saying, I wish I would have, right? Because 2021 is already coming, right? We have how many days into the new year? And a year from now, if you do make those changes, if you do do those things, are you going to look back and say, I'm really glad I did or I wish I would have? And I'm going to ask Chip that question. And I know that the answer is going to be absolutely that he's glad he made those life changes and he's glad he took steps to improve his health. And uh, we're going to talk to him right now. So I would like to welcome in 
Chip Estenez to the program. Chip, come on in here. I'm coming in. Good to see you. Welcome to the program. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, appreciate it. You're comfortable you're in here? We I'm can comfortable. Share this mic. Let's share the mic. Good. Yes. This is Chip Estenez, uh, everyone. Uh, he uh, is originally from New Jersey uh, and has been in Port Jervis a number of years. Uh, Chip, why don't you give us an introduction sure. before we get to your story? You know, who's Chip Estenez and, and you know, kind of your career and what are, you, what are you doing with yourself? Okay. Well, my name is Chip Estenez, as Mr. Morata indicated. Um, and Andrew, you could call me oh, Andrew. Okay. Here. We're not All in right. school. All right. Andrew. <laughs> Andrew. Thank you. I wasn't too sure. Oh, good. Uh, it's like teachers you run into, you know, I you understand. still respect. Um, but uh, Chip Estenez is my name, and I'm here today uh, as a guest on the podcast. And basically, I have been living in Port Jervis for, I've been in the area almost 20 years now. Okay. Um, and uh, I'm originally a Jersey boy from New Jersey, uh, Jersey City, Hudson County, um, born and raised there, uh, graduated high school and moved out of Jersey City with the family. Um, several years went by and I found myself up here in the area. Um, and uh, we could talk how that happened. But basically I have uh, graduated from uh, Monmouth College, which is now Monmouth University. Mm -hmm. um, and I have a bachelor's degree in criminal justice. Okay. And, um, you know, moving forward, uh, I am currently a employee of Orange County. I work for the Department of Social Services, Children's Services Division, and uh, I work tandemly with Family Court um, and uh, PINS Children, which is Persons in Need of Supervision mm -hmm. and Juvenile Delinquents. And also now with the change in the law, we have Adolescent Offenders, um, which is a different classification. So I work with that area of children's services and i also monitor a couple of programs that the county contracts in home preventive type services okay so that's basically what i do and uh, i've been doing that for 17 years and uh, prior to that i have three years in a non-secure detention uh as a youth counselor isn't that an oxymoron <laughs> I would hope the detention place is secure. Well, well, there's a stipulation I between non-secure and secure. So, you know, it's what, I know what you're doing. I'm busted. Yeah, that's cool. Chip, um, and I don't want, because I, I don't, I, I want to get to the story, right? Right. And, and, you know, you have an amazing story to tell. You heard my opening segment about leading a healthy lifestyle, but uh, tell me Chip's story here. And I know that's, you know, why we got you on here. And uh, in the new year, there's so many people that have that, resolution to lose weight and lead a healthier lifestyle and you did it you know yes. i'm really proud of you and i know a lot of our our, our people listening and watching uh, are proud of you too and uh why don't you go ahead and share that story okay great um basically resolution is a way of saying you're going to change your lifestyle uh for the better make a healthier person of yourself um my story began a little over three years ago, even prior to that, maybe all the way up until my adult uh, life, uh, struggled with my weight. Uh, I was always a chunkier guy, um, always feeling, you know, on the outside with my weight. Uh, I was limited in what I could do physically. Uh, three years ago, I weighed 425 pounds. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, 
with that being said, at that weight, I was easily on my way to 500 pounds without a doubt. And I saw myself struggling, um, tying my shoes, uh, just walking, everything, my joints were achy. I had some uh, medical issues that were coming to light um, that I was advised that if I didn't do something about, you know, making myself healthier, um, there could be complications. Plus, I also looked at quality of life. I'm a married man and I would love to spend many, many happy years with my wife. And at 46 years of age, I decided to take a step towards a healthier me. And that step involved uh, weight loss surgery. Um, so it was about three years plus ago that I had weight loss surgery. Um, and at that time, it wasn't an easy decision to make. Let me yeah. make this clear. Yeah. Uh, so um, it was a, a thought process that went into it, okay? There was a lot of praying involved. There was consultation with doctors and input from family and friends. And what it boiled down to, Andrew, was it was basically my decision to do this, my decision to step up to the plate, recognizing that after years of struggling with my weight, I needed to do something to give me the control that I needed that I know I can move forward in a healthy way. So that being said, I had what they call a uh, sleeve gastrectomy, okay? It's an irreversible uh, weight loss surgery because there's three types, but we don't want to get into that. Maybe we will. Um, but basically, they reduced the size of my stomach, okay? It's now the size of a small banana. If you could picture a small banana, you know, um, which holds about four to six ounces, wow. okay? So, um, yeah, and this is, and you'll hear me reference my stomach as a tool because mm -hmm. uh, bariatric patients, post-bariatric, we like to reference our new stomach as a tool because, you know, we, we, we kind of like talk about, you know, when you have a car and something goes wrong with your car and you need to replace a part in the car, you're not going to throw the car away. You're going to put a new part in there. So basically my stomach is a new part that helps me maintain my weight and, and, and allows me to quite frankly, be a healthier individual. I, I mean, um, and so, let me jump yeah, in on that. Sure. And can get in the screen. I don't oh, know sure. There, yeah. Hey, all right. There we go. <laughs> What was the counseling? What was the conversation? And and because I know other people that have had the surgery, but then they had it, they don't change their eating habits. Uh, Where was that that you? I, I'm going to do the surgery, but then you made other changes as well. What was that conversation like with the medical staff as well as you and your in your mind? Well, in my mind, I knew that I had to commit. Okay, you have to mentally prepare yourself for weight loss surgery. If you do not prepare yourself mentally, then the surgery is going to more than likely not work as effective for you as an individually, individual that is. Um, so I, the process that I went through to get to where they do the surgery um, is quite substantial. I mean, I had to see a number of doctors, a cardiologist, I had to be cleared by a cardiologist. And did you have to lose some weight leading up to it? I did indeed. Yeah. Good point. I had yeah. to lose some weight leading up to it. Um, they usually, and uh, what is a requirement of the insurance company? And I'll say that because that's basically what it boils down to. The insurance company wants to see that you're committed to this 
this surgery process. Yeah. So with the people that are assisting you, you are looking to lose some weight. And usually it's like 5%, you know, of your weight. Um, so what I did, and when I was under consultation, uh, I decided to uh, commit all in. Yeah. Okay. Um, they said you need to reduce your carbs and sugars starting now pre-surgery. So, Andrew, what I did was extreme, and it may work for some and it may not work for some, but it worked for me. I cold turkey, all my carbs and my sugars. Wow. I did. I went home from the meeting with the people at the, uh, it's okay to say where. Sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, I had uh, <clears throat> my surgery. Uh, the doctors are part of uh, Tri-State Bariatric Surgery in Middletown, and they perform surgery right here at Bon Secours Hospital in uh, Port Jervis. That's where I had my surgery. Now, they have a incredible program there. And I say that not lightly, but true. Uh, they have staff. And one of the things you have to do is, again, get cleared by a cardiologist. You need to see a psychiatrist. You need to be seen by a psychiatrist. Now, a lot of people don't understand why. Why do you need to see a psychiatrist? Well, because this is a major, major change that's going to occur in your life. When you have surgery, the weight comes off. And you as an individual, you still maintain a thought process mm. of I'm a heavy individual. You don't really see yourself as what people are reflecting upon you now in your new person. So you have to mentally get cleared by a psychiatrist, a cardiologist, um, social workers see you. Um, you get blood drawn. You're you're. Let me, let me jump in. Yeah. How did you know you were ready? You might have been saying these things to the people just to make sure, but how did you mentally know that you were ready to do it? I mentally knew I was ready to go for this option because of where I was at as an individual personally on that level. Yeah. yeah my, it was affecting you. It was affecting me. Correct. I mean, I was really, and you know, now that I am where I'm at, people echo to me, we were worried about you. We were concerned about you. Yeah. And, and tell you the truth, Andrew, when I was 425 pounds, I felt encumbered by the weight but I didn't feel I was in jeopardy, you know, and people wouldn't tell me. Yeah. But it's a sensitive thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. So what I did was I, I, again, I, I prayed of course, because I am a, a faith-based individual um, and sought the doctor's, uh, you know, input. And also I needed to talk to my wife because, you know, it's a big, it's a big step, a big step. Hey Kelly. Hi, Kelly. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> um, so, you know, she was all in. When I returned home from that meeting that I had with the staff, it's like an orientation. First out of the gates, you have an orientation. Um, and they told me what I needed to do. I came home and I said, "Hun, listen, they need me to do this. They asked me to do this. Can you help me with this? Kelly was all in. All the sweets, all the junk, everything we had in the house was bye-bye. She was all in with me. And, and I tell you, and this is a big thing too, Andrew, when you have support like that and you're not doing it on your own and you have that level, like my wife was for me there, it's incredible. It is incredible. I, I owe a lot to her and you know I'm doing the work, but she's helping me do it mm. through her support for me. And it was incredible. When, that, when I came home, she was like, let's do this then. You need to do this. You want to do this. Let's do it. Wow. 
So it was, it, she didn't blink an eye. She just said it. No carbs, no sugars. We won't see them in the house. Behind every great man is a great woman. That's I agree. Great. I agree. Yeah, she's watching you. Watching you here. My coach Dennis is watching. Hi, Dennis. Um, Chip, let, let's let's shift gears. You have the surgery. Were the urges to eat food still there? Did you did you like smell something or see something? You know. Well, here's the thing. Um, the nature of the surgery that I had, which again is a sleeve gastrectomy, they reduced the size of your stomach. To answer your question, post-surgery, they removed the hormones that are in my stomach that they call it a ghrelin, mm. the ghrelin hormone. That's like growling. But Sounds growling. like gremlin. Yeah. Right, gremlin, <laughs> right, exactly. So what happens is they reduce the amount of ghrelin hormone in your stomach. Okay. So that urge that I once had to eat, 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 yeah. it's not as uh, prevalent. It doesn't exist in me anymore where I would be sitting there saying, I got to go have something to eat. I'm starving. So I don't really have the starving uh, sensation. And that's by virtue of the surgery. But what I do have, Andrew, and here we'll talk, this is very important. The thought process still exists in my head. Now let's, let's go back. Think about this. How many years did I eat the way that I ate? That was a lifetime of eating that way, correct? Now I had surgery and my body doesn't just shut that off right away. Mm -hmm. The thought process continues, Andrew, where I still have those old patterns ingrained in my brain. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I do and we do is there's a support group that I go to weekly. Okay, good. So. We, we gather in a support group, and there's a nurse that runs the group. All, all people that had similar surgery? Post and pre-surgery people. Okay. We gather. Um, people at, that want to lose weight, too? Correct. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. And there's support. You know, you can bring your wife, your, your children, uh, anybody who's willing to step in there and be a support mechanism for you can nice. attend this meeting. Nice. And the meetings are open, and uh, you don't have to. Here's a great thing about the meeting. You don't have to have the surgery by the company that did the surgery. You can come to the meeting, and that's how great it is. That is nice. You yeah. know, yeah. it's um, not a commercial for their correct. Yeah, correct. To help because people. because in my opinion, they care and they want to see people succeed. Okay. And one of the things that you need to do is this meeting, support. It's all about support. Um, and I love being in those meetings with the people who are pre-surgery post-surgery, uh, and uh, it's just phenomenal to see how you can impact and, and uh, inspire through your words and encouragement, you know, because quite frankly, Andrew, and uh, it takes a lot of courage to do what I did. And I'm I'm going to give myself credit here, and I hope you don't mind. And I that. want you to get, I, I, you thank, deserve it. Thank yeah, you very yeah. much, um, because uh, it is it is major surgery, Andrew. Um, you know, it's not like, uh, it's minor, it's major. Um, and it's a lifestyle change that, uh, you'll see as we get into it a little more, the regiment that's involved. Like, um, I have my water bottle yeah, here. I want to see about that. Just go yeah. here, get uh, that on here. Uh, there you go. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, so if you look at that, uh, Chip has some markings on there, right? And, uh, he's drinking this here. So, so what do those markings mean? Chip? So each mark denotes approximately one ounce of water. Um, and by virtue of being a post bariatric patient, I can no longer guzzle or drink big gulps of water or any liquid for that matter. Uh, 
So we mark, I mark the bottle, which indicates approximately one ounce. And I drink every five minutes. They expect you as programming to drink an ounce every five minutes. Wow. And, um, you know, hydration is key for post-bariatric patients. I can't stress that enough because within the first six weeks of surgery, you are in the 90 percentile of dehydrating yourself and winding up in the hospital if you don't hydrate. Wow. Yeah. And a lot of folks, they wind up in the hospital with the IV hydrating. So it's it's a very regimented thing. So that's why I marked the bottle. And if you don't mind, I'll take a yeah. sip. Yeah. And, uh, and while you do that, Chip, what, you know, and you gave me this here and, I, and, and I'm going to put the shirt on here, Chip here, and, and he's got the number here of the weight he lost, 425. You did this, Chip. You know, you were always an outgoing guy, but what? was it that made you say, hey, I want to share this story. And I admire you for doing that because you're inspiring people. And I hope if you're watching today, you'll leave us a comment here uh, or a question or you'll reach out to Chip. But Please what, do. Yes. What was it? And again, grab that magazine, Chip. You know, what was it? You know, because when you celebrate successes, look at that. There he is here. Get this right. There we go. There you go. You know, what was it that said, I'm going to share this story? What was it about you? Because you're not showing off, but you're you're sharing this this great story. It's inspiring. Right. What, what was that that made you want to do that? Thank you for saying that. Um, and I'm going to put this on while you're telling. Okay. Me. Uh, basically, I saw myself advancing in a healthier way. Okay. And people would approach me and start saying, "You look great. It's great that you did what you did." Um, and uh, you know. I'm inspired by what you did. I want to get moving. I want to get going and I want to do something as well. So to answer the question, I think my motivation is to inspire others to get moving towards a healthier lifestyle. Now that doesn't mean that you have to take the journey that I took. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, everybody's journey is individual. However, through life, we share common threads. Okay. Um, my journey involved surgery, but if you're out there and you're looking to do the resolution of 2020, then I encourage you to take the steps towards a healthier lifestyle. Now, what I would like you to do, first thing I'd like you to do is take little steps in your goals. Don't come right out of the gates with the resolution and kill yourself. That's what happens. People overdo it right out of the gates, Andrew, and that's what stops them from continuing it's too high it's it's too high it's too long it's too this and they get discouraged you know but if you set little goals for yourself and i mean this little goals as your resolution you'll accomplish the first one i got past that gate that hurdle then you'll do the next one and and as time goes on you'll find that your resolution is actually coming to fruition and i mean this folks uh do it slowly and believe in yourself because Andrew, if you don't have the belief in yourself, then what do you have? Because it's you wanting to motivate yourself to yeah. inspire yourself to be a healthier person. So I want you to get out there. I want you to move. So what I want you to do, here's what you need to do right out of the gates. Now we talked about carbs and sugars. Okay. Reduce your amount of carbs and sugars in your intake. And you will see with a little bit of exercise, a natural reduction in your weight right out of the gates, Andrew. It's it's a fact. Um, so 
combined with your little bit of exercise, reduce your carbs and sugars, and you'll start to see that weight come off. Now, you're going to have to step it up in your program and, and move harder and harder in your resolution, but that's what I'm talking about, little steps. As you accomplish a hurdle, you're, you begin to develop a sense of, I can do this, yeah. you know? And everybody who's watching and listening, I know you can do it because I did it. I made the decision to do it. I'm doing it. I do it. I do it a lot. I do it every day. I work at it. Um, it's very, very tough, but it's rewarding. It is rewarding. Let me ask you this, Chip. I hear a lot of people, they'll, they'll be eating a donut. And I was like, well, what are you doing? Why are you eating that? Well, I, I ran today. You know, what? give me the percentage. Is it is it 50% exercise, 50% diet? Is it 75% diet, 25% exercise? What is the magic percentages, do you think? Well, you know, again, that that is that is the debate, okay? Because it is a slippery slope, sure, you know? Um, sure. I've been told if I'm going to run, you need to eat as well. Well, I just ran uh, for the new year. Mm -hmm. um, I ran my first 10K, Andrew. Wow. Yeah. I've been running 5Ks, okay. and my I've been building up. Yeah. So my resolution was to do a 10K. Nice. So what I did was I went, hopped over to Milford there, okay. and did I, <laughs> the Frisky Go Coffee House has their new year resolution run. Cool. They have a 5K or a 10K option. I chose 10K. I signed up for 10K. The option was, it was a no-brainer for me. You know, I had to do the 10K. That was my resolution. You that did. was my next hurdle. How was it? Oh, it was awesome. Kev, I, I, Kevin, Kevin, who's Kevin? <laughs> Kevin Alfred. There, there you go. go. Is he there? Uh, Andrew, I, I, I got excited because I completed the race yeah. in one hour and 19 minutes. Wow. Now that's 6.2 miles. You this is my first 10K. You were moving. Okay. I was moving. Yeah. I was moving. And I'll tell you what, it was it was that feeling that I'm expressing to you out there that you can experience as well. Uh, when I was 425 pounds, and I'll go back to that, I was the kind of guy that was very sedentary. I really was. I would be a couch, a come home couch guy, TV guy, eat yeah. guy, and yeah. bed, you know? Um, so that was a routine. There was little, little bit of exercise, but not much. You know what I'm saying? Um, so... Basically, you can do it and you will do it. It's just you got to set your mindset to do it. Prepare yourself to do it and, and get over those hurdles. And Go back to the percentages. Is okay. it 50-50? It what do you think is the magic number? And I know it's a little different for everyone else. Yeah, yeah. It's, but, but what would you say? I would say it's it's not 50-50, okay? I would say it's more like 75-25, you know? 75 diet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I yeah. think it's a little higher. Yeah, maybe 80, 20. Yeah, you could go. You could go there too. Yeah, you got. It's definitely in that realm. Yes. So now tell me, you're running again. When you were overweight, you you couldn't do those things. What are some other things that you're enjoying doing uh, as physical fitness? Uh, well, I I actually got onto a bicycle a uh, couple months after surgery for the first time in in. I think I was in I think I was in grammar school the last time I was on a bicycle, Andrew. So uh, Kelly was there to see me get on the bike because I, I I committed. I bought a bike. Okay. I bought a bike. I said, they say it's like you know once you learned it, you get back on it. You know, it was true. I I was able to ride a bike. 
And I was so excited. I, I was just so excited to get on a bike. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Uh, I was like a kid in a candy store. Well, a healthy candy store. Yeah, no, more candy. Candy. No, no more candy. No more candy. No more candy. Uh, but I, I ride. I ride bicycle. Um, I'm I'm actively into hiking. I enjoy hiking immensely. Yeah. Beautiful yeah. area. To do. Oh, yeah. phenomenal area. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, this area is spectacular, and that's one of the reasons that I love this area so much. The trails mean, up here. The, yeah, we have the Watershed Park trails, uh, almost 50 miles of trails to enjoy um, hiking and mountain biking. You got the river, you know, Delaware River. You want to kayak. You want to swim. You want to do tubing. You want Anything is available to you to do in this area, and this is a great area. I, I love Port Jervis, and, and that's why we, we, we live here. Yeah, you know we live here because this is a great, great community. And so I'm biking, I'm hiking, um, I'm running. Uh, what else am I doing? It's it's yeah. almost as you have a you have a new life. Exactly. You traded exactly. in your old life. You made some changes. That's right. I went to the the uh, life salesperson and said, I want to trade this old guy in for a new guy. And then yeah. I got this new guy because the old guy. Um, would be the guy on the sidelines watching the runners go by, Andrew. That guy. But in your mind, did you did you want to be running? I did. Yeah, I did but in you my couldn't. mind, but I couldn't. I was limited. I was limited. But I always wanted to be the guy running. Was I, there guilt, Chip, after you would eat too much or eat something sweet? Was there guilt that you knew that you were hurting yourself? There was. Yeah. There was. There was to a degree, and I'll admit it. You know, and and today, even post bariatric. I am not perfect, okay, Andrew? You look at, you're close. Well, you're close. <laughs> no, no, don't even place me in that category because one of the things I want your listeners and viewers to understand is that um, I go through struggles as well. I lost over 200 pounds. However, I still struggle, and I want that to be clear as to, uh, you know, uh, Andrew just said, oh, you're pretty close to perfect, but and I appreciate that I do, uh, and sure Kelly does as well. <laughs> but um, there are struggles, and one of the things is is that that old thought process. When you see something that you used to have, you may dabble a little bit in it, and that's the slippery slope right sure, there. Now, sure. now I can have carbs again, reintroduce carbs because one of the things you do with uh, surgery as you prepare, they ask you to give up things, you know, um, and you think you have to give it up forever, which you don't. However, if you get back into these things, it is a slippery slope. Yeah, it's because like addiction. It's yeah, a, yeah. And, and that's what it is. The the foods that I once ate, if I go back to that, even on a small scale, it it'll it's gonna hurt you. It's yeah. going to you know hurt you. Yeah. You know. And Chip, I got the shirt on here. It looks the, great on you. Tell me what these diamonds stand for. I know they they, they stand for something. And right. Here. Tell, so what, what, I know that they they mean something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, the stars in the circle recognize key weight loss points. So we have 50, 75, 100, 150, and 200 pounds. So wow. each star recognized is a, a milestone wow. in my weight loss journey. And again, the 425 on the back, Andrew, it's on the back for a reason because that's where it's staying, always behind me. I'm not going back there, brother. I'm not going back there. And carpe diem is on the shirt as well. It's on the other sleeve. You got that here? And, and that means in Latin, seize the day. So Basically, what I did was I seized the day. And this this shirt 
is my story on a shirt uh, because I have the hashtag 200 in less than 365. So I know it's an incredible thing to see, but I did lose over 200 pounds in less than a year. It's incredible. And, and you know, that was the focus that I put into program. I remember when I saw you. I, I, I was like, oh. I, I, it was incredible, right? Yeah. And you were, I think you almost walked by me. You're, you're like, what happened? You know, I'll tell you real quick. Uh, my own mother-in-law, I love her dearly. She did not know it was me in the room one day. Wow. She didn't know it was me. Wow. You know, and it's, wow. I tell you what, it's incredible. Um, the, the support that I have and, and uh, the, uh, just the progress that I've made is tremendous, but it takes work, Andrew. Mm. Andrew, it takes work. I'm not going to lie to your viewers and listeners. It takes work. Just like life, it takes work. So if you're going to jump into this resolution, which I know you are, give it the time, give it the effort, and believe in yourself. Chip, this is a great story. And uh, we might do another show on it one day, but we're running out of time. You got um, it. But it's really great. You got people watching. James Broderick here lost 46 pounds. Um, please leave a comment. Please leave a, a question for Chip or I. And, and thank you so much for tuning in. Chip, we're going to jump to rapid fire here. All right. These are some questions, not about weight loss, but, uh, um, uh, you know, just so that we end our show with rapid fire. So are you ready? I'm ready. Let me just take Let's a sip of this. Sip. One yeah. ounce. Only one ounce. Mm -hmm. The last book you read. The last book I read, I'm reading three books currently. Okay. Go I'm ahead. reading a book about Iwo Jima, uh, and I'm reading a, a, a book about the quest for the Holy Grail. Actually, it's called The Quest. Okay. And the other book is Iwo Jima. And I'm actually midway through your book, The Principle. Yeah, I, I am. I am. He's been actually, I, all day. I have been. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, it's a good book, by the way. I, I, you know, I know it's geared for education. However, listen. If you pick up his book and you read it and you're not in the education field, you're 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 getting so much from it that you can pertain it pertains to life. Just a lot of hints in there that you get. You know, I appreciate you just, that yeah. Chip. Yeah. Last movie you saw. The last movie I saw was Creed Two. Yes. Okay. Yes. I was and a big I, Rocky fan. Oh, quick story. Rocky fan. Rocky is one of the movies that inspired me to get moving, actually. Yeah. So yeah. when he puts the six eggs in the glass and sucks them down. I call when I go to the gym. I tell Kelly in the morning I'm going to Eggville. Eggville is my code word for the gym. Okay. So if you ever hear me say I'm going to Eggville, I'm heading over to the gym because that's because Rocky inspired me with that whole glass with the eggs in it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Favorite place to travel? Uh, Jersey Shore by far, and I'll just say that because my memories as a child are there, and still as an adult, we go to the Jersey Shore. We okay. love it. We love it. A pet peeve of yours. Oh, I got two, and it happens in the same room in the house. That's when the toilet paper is not there and the seat is up. Ooh. Oh, those are two pet peeves that I hate. Best purchase under $100 that has had a great impact on your life. Oh, by far my running shoes. I got to tell you. I, What's it, your brand? I, I have Hoka right now. Oh, I have a pair of Hoka. Yeah. 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 And they've improved my time and performance. Um, Really, really best you got it for under 100? <laughs> well, listen, well, listen, I got to tell you, he threw inserts in there and, okay. they, you know, the inserts added another bump up yeah, on it. Yeah, uh, so, yeah. you know, but they are a little pricey. I'll give you that. But the other the other ones that I wear, a Asics, they're also as well. And they, you get them up for under 100. And, yeah. and, you know, but you need the right equipment to do the running. And, and you're investing in your health and wellness. Correct. And that's what it's all about, making an investment in your health and wellness.
Something about Chip Estenez that people do not know about. Okay, well, here you go. I'll give you a few. I like to watch soap operas. Yeah. These are my lives. I want to learn to play the cello. If anybody's mm. out there that plays the cello, I'd love to play the cello. Okay. You know, those are two things, uh, you know. And how'd you get the nickname Chip? Where'd that, where'd that come from? Oh, Chip is a nickname that was given to me by my grandmother, my father's mother. Uh, when I was born, I was a chip off the old block, everybody. So she saw me and said, he's a chip off the old block. So there you go. Chip stuck with me. And it's stuck. Yep, yep. I'm a blank. Uh, I'm a fan of blank in Port Jervis. I'm a fan of everything in Port Jervis. I tell you, it is Port Pride, everyone. Port Pride, it's alive and thriving. And 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 I think I've said it a few times elsewhere. Uh, you know, you just can't stop this positive wave that's occurring here. And I'm I'm happy to be a part of it, Andrew, because you know I, I volunteer in the community. Um, and I'm an active member of the Outdoor Club of Port Jervis. Uh, and, uh, you know, those trails that uh, we mentioned earlier are part of what I do for the community. I'm a volunteer for the club, and we maintain, promote, and uh, build new trails for the public to experience. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, you've shared so many uh, things about hurdles and things you've gone through. Uh, what's another goal that you have? What's a, what's either you know a short term goal that you have coming up? My short term goal will be a ten miler. I want to run my oh. ten. I want to run a ten miler next. Um, I'll build up to that. That's my next short term goal. Okay. And uh, you know that's a short term goal, and maybe work into a half a marathon. So those are, I guess, I can tandem. Well, if you could of, do ten miles, you could do a half a marathon. If you could do ten, you could go three more for a half, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm working up to that, everybody. I okay. will get that, you know. And how about three to five years? Three to five years. I think I mentioned it to you that um, I'd like to uh, get into some motivational speaking realms, possibly. Yeah. Uh, also, maybe, and I do this. Uh, not maybe. I think I see it happening, Andrew. Um, I'd like to uh, write a book and get published as well. And one of the things I'm doing, and uh, this guy next to me suggested it, is get a journal, a journal of your thoughts. It happens like that, your thought process, I write it down, go back to it later and fill it in. And I've been doing that. And it's incredible because uh, one of the things I do is I read it back to Kelly and she's liking what she's hearing so far. Okay. So it, I, I would like to see that move forward um, someday as I, progress with the writing on the paper. I like it. Yeah. Uh, and Chip, you know, I know we talked a little bit about social media, but if you inspired someone today, uh, whether they're watching live or they're, they're listening on iTunes or on any of the other platforms, um, how could someone get in touch with you if they if they want to? What would be the best way? Do you want to leave your email? Do you want them to go through Facebook? How no, do you, 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 could, you could go through my email and that's uh, chippybird69 at gmail.com. Okay. Yeah. C H I P P Y bird at uh, 69. Yes. Yeah, 69 at gmail.com. Okay. Yeah. Well, hopefully, uh, again, if, if Chip touched a nerve, uh, that you will reach out to him. Uh, but Chip, I gotta, I gotta tell you not only what you did, but the fact that you're, you're sharing it. I believe I'm a, you know, a firm believer of that. We've been given gifts and, and it's our job to share them. And, and, you had a challenging gift. It took a while for it to come out, but I think that you're on the right path, and and uh, uh, I think your story is amazing. I really thank do. you. So I, I appreciate. I, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, I know you were going to leave us with a quote, uh, Chip. Oh you know, yes, yeah, uh, yeah. You, you know, you said a lot of things about hurdles and 
uh, you know, overcoming odds. But tell us your, your quote to end the show here. So I like this quote from Winston Churchill. And basically it is goes like this. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. And that's from Winston Churchill. And I would guess that that was quoted during World War II sometime. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, the courage that they had back then, you know, I could see why he would pen something like that and say that. So that's what I, I really like that quote right there, I think would sum up my courage and my ability to continue moving forward and inspiring those who want to listen and who want to make the effort to become a healthier person. Yeah. And yeah. you're gonna you 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 hit some key points today. You had the courage to start, you had the courage to continue, and you also had the courage to share it. Uh, and and I, I admire you for that. Uh, Chip Estenez, everyone, uh, don't hesitate to reach out. I'm on Twitter if I can help you at Andrew Murata 21. Um, and again, uh, you know, here's to a healthy 2020. Chip Estenez, everyone, go, brother. Cue this music up here, and we're gonna sign off here on education, leadership, and beyond. Continue to go out and do great work in your schools and community, everyone. Uh, Chip, you really a great representation of, of hope and pride for Port Jervis. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate being on. Thank All you. right, man. Chip Bestinez, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. A little tune-out music. Yeah. If you want to leave a comment, a uh, question for us, we will check that out. Thank you, everyone.